Adventures in time and space told in future tense. All radio is dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Look, there comes one of them now. Good evening. I'm Kyle. And I'm Brad. And risen from the coffin, we are the Nosferadudes. This is our top 20 episode, our our top 20 horror movies of all time. Now, this isn't like some uh, e-channel bullshit <laughs> where they just rattle off a list of just the top 20 you know, most famous or largest grossing or however it is that they rank or rate these things. You know, we didn't send out a poll to a bunch of, you know, media influencers and ask them what their what their rankings would be for, you know, the top 20 movies. This is our personal, my, Kyle, my personal top 20 and... Brad, your personal top twenty, right? And uh, these are these are ranked. I, I don't know if you ranked yours. I ranked mine. <laughs> I, I I I did. I ranked mine. Um, there was a lot of swapping back and forth, but I think I'm settled. Okay, yeah. I I made some last minute adjustments right before. Uh, yeah. we, we got on the, uh, the cast here, um, some last minute additions, and we're going to do a short list of honorable mentions. I know I had said five, you said you had 10, so I added I have five, 11, 11. <laughs> well, I added five more to my five. So we would have, this was hard, equal honorable mentions and, uh, and the honorable mentions, it, it's not necessarily like that these would have been you know, 21 to 30. These are just ones that, you know, we really like, but they just couldn't quite make the cut in some way. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I, some of these, I would not place over any of the ones in my top 20. So you ready? Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready to go. I think we should go backwards, right? We're going to go backwards from 20. Let's okay. Let's let's go backwards. We can go backwards from twenty. We can do that. So so, do you want to do um? Do you want to just count down, or do you want to say we'll do number twenty, and then we'll do an honorable mention, and then we'll do a couple more, and then we'll do an honorable mention. Well, why don't we, let's get the honorable mentions like out of the way since they're not in the run oh you want to do them right off the bat yeah let's get the honorable mentions out okay all right fine let's do it because some of the honorable mentions are are probably gonna throw you for a loop too i okay (laughs) so why don't you give me your first honorable mention ghostbusters ghostbusters okay okay now i wouldn't normally think of that as a a pure horror movie it's it's tough i mean it is a great film it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a perfect film it's a great film it's a 
it's about ghosts. <laughs> and it's literally in the name. Them. It's in the name. It's all about ghosts and, you know, um, other dimensions and all the scary stuff and, you know, the occult and, you know, right. it's, it's, it's worth mentioning. I, I think if we do a horror comedy episode, I think it certainly has to, yeah, when, and to, it is, to be the, 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 the best one. And, and it is an entry point movie. You know, usually that's like one of the first ones that any, what do you show your kids first? Seen, yeah. Right. Because yeah, it, yep. it is. It How do you is break a, them into horror? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll give you mine, and in the same vein, this was like the first movie that um, that Jack was ever allowed to watch. Tremors. Tremors is a good one. Tremors is in Tremors. My... Wow! Yeah, I can't believe it didn't crack my top twenty either. Yeah, it's such a it's such a good movie, and you know, Jenny kind of was like, oh, "Well, isn't that like a?" a uh, horror comedy too and I said well no not really it wasn't made there's there's horror movies that have comedic elements or the characters yeah. are kind of funny but it wasn't written to be funny right Ghostbusters was written to be funny right 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 okay let me g- give me uh, your next honorable mention A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 <laughs> Oh, I feel like that's, I feel like I've been, I've been, uh, <laughs> targeted. <laughs> why? Why do you, f- but, uh, why? Well, you know, yeah, no, I'm just kidding, but you, you know, that's going to be in my top it, 20. Because yeah, it being the yeah, first. Yeah, I kind of did know that. I did know that, but I, I, it, it just, when I went through it, it didn't make the top 20 it just didn't I you know kind of like we talked about when, when we talked about fright night i right i love fright night it didn't crack the top 20 i knew it wouldn't crack the top 20 um but i wanted to mention it because um it is a great horror movie uh it is just behind the original uh well written well done just really, really good movie. Just didn't crack the top twenty. Yeah, it's all. a, it's an iconic film. We'll we'll talk about it a little more when we get to my list. <laughs> uh, okay. My my next honorable mention would be Christine. John Carpenter's. Oh, Christine. I didn't even I didn't even have Christine. And that's just an honorable mention because just because of the fact that it's not exactly like. It's not exactly a gore fest. It's not exactly one that I've I've revisited. I'll watch it anytime it's on. But it's not one that I've like revisited. It's not one that I'm like but there's one scene. The one scene is when the car rebuilds itself that mm-hmm. I feel was uh pretty ground groundbreaking and amazing. Um but unfortunately it wasn't um it it just didn't feel like it was top 20 material for me. Well, the way you talk about it, it it seems like it's not even really worth honorable mention material. No, no, it is. I mean, no, I love it. Like I said, I'll watch it anytime okay. it's on. You know, it's just yeah. not, not quite there. Hmm. hmm. Give me your next your next honorable mention. Dracula. 
Oh, the Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Oh, okay, okay. I see. I see how you're doing this. <laughs> what? How am I doing this? Please tell me how I'm doing this. No, actually, you know, it's funny. It kind of lines up. You know, what because my, yeah, you know, what my next honorable mention is what the Lost Boys. So two vampire flicks. Wow. Yeah, the Lost the Lost Boys for me is an honorable mention. I li- I like the you movie. know what. The Lost Boys wasn't even in consideration. Uh, well, I I like it. I it's sure. got it's it's got um, it's one I, of the, it's got the two Corys. <laughs> <laughs> Important for any eighties movie. It's got uh, it's got sexy sax man Tim Capello. <laughs> yeah, Jamie yep. Gertz. You got to admit, Jamie Gertz was. Love Jamie Gertz, yeah, uh, Solar Babies. Yeah, she was hot right? as shit in that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, what's okay. what's your what's your next one? Okay, Black Christmas, the original Bl- Black Christmas, right? With oh yes, yeah. <laughs> the you, I oh there was a, oh there was a remake with Margot Kidder and yeah the re- oh. the remake we. We could do a whole episode just on on the remake. Oh, I don't even think I watched the remake. Yeah, the re- the remake was tough. I no I, the original Black Christmas. The the Margot Kidder, about, Olivia Hussey. Or yeah, we're talking about a movie that really directly influenced Halloween. Yeah, which is our favorite movie. So obviously, it has to be mentioned. It, it just. It wasn't scary enough, I think, to be in my top 20 compared to what else I have in there. Um, But because of its influence, um, and I do like it. I really do like it. I love to watch it at Christmas. Yeah, it's, Um, it's, it's tough to respect a killer that makes crank phone calls. Right. (laughs) He's the Bart Simpson of this whole thing. Yeah, you little, you little fucking pigs. Well, my uh, my next honorable mention um, is one that, that I know we love, but it, it wasn't. It's not t- in my top twenty. Chopping Mall. Oh, I did have Chopping Mall in my top in my eleven honorable mentions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was number mall. six. I know we said five, but it was my number six because it's super. It's super fun. You know, it's just a it's great. I love Chopping Mall. We're going to do a whole episode on Chopping Mall. I love it. I yeah. do. It yeah. just isn't. It's you can't. You can't put Chopping Mall in your got, top 20 of it's horror got some, movies. It's got some. Well, that's the thing is like, I mean, they they basically in any top 20, how, however much you actually love it as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, because they basically marketed it, marketed it to be a slasher. But here it's about killer robots. It's about killer robots. There's <laughs> not that much blood. All right, give me your uh, give me your next one. We're we're at number uh, six, I believe, in our honorable mentions. Well, I'm in number five. Okay. Um, from beyond. From beyond. That's a, another good Barbara Crampton. Flip. Barbara Crampton. Um, Jeffrey, Stuart Gordon. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs. Yep, um, and you'll—they are uh, going to be represented in my top twenty. Yeah, that—that's a, uh, hint, that's a hint. Yeah, a triumvirate that works 
anytime you put them together. Barbara Crampton, Jeffrey Combs, and Stuart Gordon always work. Those movies, those Castle Freak, and well, we'll talk about Reanimator, and you know, uh, From Beyond. These, oh, they're they're great examples of what we always talk about with practical effects and how great they look, and and how how much better they look over the CGI stuff that is done so much now. And I don't understand it because the, you know, the stuff of reanimator and a thing and, you know, the, those practical effects are so cool. And, uh, I, I don't understand why people have moved away from them, but yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, I'm sure we'll have, uh, eventually an episode, uh, just talking about effects, but, um, but yeah, it, it's, CGI, whether it's CGI or whether the predecessor of CGI, Rotoscope, any of that stuff should only really, in in our opinion, yours and mine, I'm sure, should only ever be used to amplify practical effects. They should right. never be used to replace what no. is a good practical effect. There's bad no. practical effects. You can you can you can just have a bad effects team. And have well, we crack. talked about that. We talked about the head crush in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, that was a practical effect, and that turned out to be ridiculous. It, yeah. it looked terrible. Yeah, but yeah. when you have a good effects team, you any, yeah. any any rotoscoping, any CGI, anything that you do should only be to amplify their work in a way that you know they couldn't otherwise have done. Right. Okay, so my uh, my next one was, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh. You're gonna have a, a heyday with this one. My next one, honorable mention, Fright Night. <laughs> it didn't make my top twenty. It didn't make my honorable mentions. <laughs> well, I have a soft There's... spot for Fright Night. I love Fright Night. I actually had the Fright Night comic books. Uh, there was yeah. a company called IDW that uh, put out Fright Night comic books. Oh, speaking of comic books, oh no, I didn't even think of any Tales from the Crypt movies. <laughs> well, Demon I, Knight, yeah. Demon well, Bordello, Bordello Blood was terrible, but yeah, Demon um, Knight is really. But the Demon only Knight was great. <laughs> yeah. There. All right. So, what's your? Uh, what do you got next? Well, I had Chopping Mall, but we already talked about that. So can I skip to the next one? Sure. Friday the 13th. You know what? You know, it's funny. It's not It's not my very next one after Fright Night, my honorable mentions, but it is in my honorable mentions, Friday the 13th. Yeah. 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 Now, I think we have to we have to talk about it. I mean, Jason Voorhees is huge um, as a horror. He's a horror icon. Uh, it was a good, you know, it, Sean Cunningham admitted uh, as much that he basically was looking to copy off of the success of Halloween. That's yeah. all he was trying to do. Yeah. And uh, and he put something together and it worked, uh, obviously. And it spawned all the sequels and it created a huge horror franchise that's an all timer. So I think it's not the original Friday the 13th. And, and even any of its sequels really aren't in my top 20. But I felt it was it needed to be mentioned because of the impact it had on the horror industry. Yeah. And to be honest, like I know I know you per, in particular like part two. 
but I'm one of those people. I, that- I, I am actually a huge Friday the 13th fan. I am yeah. a big fan yeah. of the entire series. I watch all of them. All of them. But we're talking about our favorites, and we're, when we're, we're, we're narrowing down to 20. Yeah. It, it doesn't, when we go through the 20, you'll see why Friday the 13th. I can't put Friday the 13th. Yeah. In. And, and for me, like, I, the one I've watched the most is probably the first one. You know, I actually kind of enjoy that, that twist, even though I know it's coming. I actually enjoy that twist where it turns out yeah. that the nice, kindly, uh, older woman is actually a complete psychopath. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, the original is very good. Um, I but I still, I still don't think it's the best in the series. So. Yeah. So the one that I had kind of, technically it's after, mm-hmm. but the one I was going to say uh, before you got to Friday the Thirteenth was uh, the Fog, nineteen eighties John Carpenter's The Fog. That's only in my honorable mentions. It's a great film. I watch it all the time. But it's just there's some there's some things about it that didn't didn't get me get it into the top twenty. But it's a super effective film. I love it. Oh. Yep. Well, I knew there was going to be disagreements. So, <laughs> so uh, what's 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 your next one? We're whittling down. Here. Wow, the fog is in your honorable mentions. As yeah, much as yeah. we talk about it. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm. This is going to be fun. No, I'm. I'm. I'm really. I'm really looking forward to. I want to know what your top twenty. Okay. Are I really do? Um, uh, Saw. Saw. You know what? I had Saw in my honorable mentions, but when I thought about what not the sequels, no, the no, original. No, the original. It was it was yep. originally in my honorable mentions, but when I started thinking about some of these other movies, I thought, well, these other movies I watch a whole hell of a lot more than I, I watch Saw. But Saw, yeah, the reason I had it in there in the first place was because um like that that shit blew you away. The first time you saw the original oh, Saw. I loved it. Yeah, we went to the theater. Remember remember when we uh when Austin uh had his room upstairs uh and he showed us the trailer for saw yeah and we got really excited because the trailer looked amazing and it had donald glover in it right or not uh, not donald uh danny glover <laughs> not childish gambino yeah, uh, danny danny, danny glover, glover is the cop who's trying yeah. to unravel these right mystery disappearances right and uh, we got really excited, and I don't think we were really let down. That that twist at the end was fantastic. It was fantastic. And you were left guessing the whole time, and it was just you were on edge. And, yeah, the traps were, were great. But it was really well written. It was a really cool, fresh idea. Um, and and I was really excited about it. And, and I re- even remember... Uh, I saw the second saw in the theater um, yeah. because I was so excited about the first one. Yeah. Uh, what is it? James Wan and Lee Winnell. Um, when they, when they made that movie, uh, 
it, it, it's a it's a brilliant way to do uh, a cheap, effective film because you can be cheap and have it come out like shit, or you can stay cheap and have it still be super effective. They basically mm-hmm. took the locked room mystery and made it a horror movie. Right. It's two guys in a room with a dead body and they start getting messages from some mystery person, you know, and spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't for some, somehow seen saw when Tobin fucking bell gets up at the end of that movie and you realize that fucking dead guy has not yep. been dead. The He's been listening to mm-hmm. them the entire right. fucking time. That that was like the whole theater went, oh shit. Oh sh- yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Audibly. Audibly. Everybody in the right. theater was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that movie had a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where, yeah, we like we can go on and like expound on how great it was. It's just one of those ones where like, yeah, it's not quite with it, it, for it's us. It's not just in my top twenty, no. You know, yeah, somebody else that it. might be in their top twenty. You know, just for us. I'm it's sure not... it's. It, I'm sure it's in the top ten for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so my next one was the descent. Mm. Do you remember that one? That's where mm. the the group of women they're going on a trip, and the one friend has set up this whole cave exploring you know, adventure yeah. trip and the, the women go down, mm-hmm. they go down into the caves and then there's uh they end up really. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, okay. 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 I love that movie. Cause, because, uh, sort of like in the same vein of your next, um, the, the one, the one woman who's kind of the central character of it, even though it's a bit of an ensemble movie, the one woman uh, just goes complete like she loses her mind goes survival mode and is ready to do whatever it takes to she's like i'm gonna get out of this fucking cave yeah and i yeah i hmm. enjoy that i really enjoy that okay all right that's interesting <laughs> i didn't that wasn't even on my radar so that's that's maybe the first surprise of the night yeah i i I dig the descent not my top 20 but i dig it yeah wow okay all right um i don't know how many more honorable mentions you have i got two i have a few more i have three more okay we'll do yours creep show and creep show two i put them together yeah that's okay that's okay yeah they go together yeah i mean they're great they're great movies they're fun. I think it's it's one of the it's it's the only horror movie that I like like the you have that anthology kind of part of it, but then it's the short stories. You know, I really I really like it. I really like the short stories. And yeah. uh I thought it, it was Stephen King and George Romero. Right. Correct? Right, yeah. Stephen King did the writing on him. George Romero directed him. Tom Savini, right. of course, did like Tom the Savini did the practical effects. He played and uh, the the creep. He he played the creep, and um, yeah, I I watch those all the time. Yeah, yeah, they're all the time. 
they're great. And and there were there are a few anthology movies like that. The only one I felt that came anywhere near close to Creep Show was Body Bags. When John Carpenter, oh, got, with John Carpenter, I yeah, he, I liked Body Bags. Yeah, yeah he got a, a few of his director buddies together, and they each made like one of the segments for it. And then, of course, John Carpenter is the mortician. He plays the mortician yep. in it, or the I guess it's not the mortician. He's a um, medical examiner. He's supposed to be right. I did like Body Bags. Um, I thought Creep Show is just really well done. Um, and uh, who can forget the uh, tarp or blob or yeah, the, the oil slick sheet creature or oil slick or whatever it is. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, creature. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a really good um, one. And, and it has the feel of the old comic books. That was what they were going for. Like the old horror, the EC, you know, uh, Tales from the Crypt, the Vault of Terror, all that kind of right. stuff. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, yeah. Um, my um, next one is Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, agreed. Um, I'm kind of surprised I didn't even put it in my honorable mentions either. Or, or well, it's in yours, but I don't have it. Yeah, and it's it's just anyway. because it's just because like it, it's um, it's just not yeah. one of those ones that necessarily. I think I think. When you're a teenager, Poltergeist doesn't quite have the same effect as when you're an adult. Yeah. I think if I saw that the first time as like a dad and a husband and watching right. that, I think it would be different. But having seen it as a kid, it, it you know, it, it was it was scary and had its moments, but it, it didn't match up necessarily to some of the other movies I was seeing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I I um I just don't watch it that much. I I never did. I never got into Poltergeist all that much. Um, I you know I've watched them all, but I, I just I don't know. Never. Yeah. And some never. I I. It's not something that's on my list of movies to go back and watch. Yeah. So what, what's your next one? Oh, sorry. The screen lock came on. Um, the Blair Witch Project. Oh, now I'm going to tell you that before <laughs> it, before it, before I did my final uh-huh. edit, that uh-huh. was that was in my uh-huh. top twenty. That that ah, that's the thing. It got yeah. it got bumped because it just eked it, through. It, yeah, I didn't feel like it could be in the top twenty all time. I think the um. Uh, there, there's just, um, it just wasn't scary enough, but I think that the impact that it had on the industry, on, on, on the horror industry, it was found footage, right? It was really set off the found footage craze. Right. Yeah. Um, A lot of people think it was the, the first found footage. It, it actually wasn't. There was a couple other movies that were, that came out before it, like, you know, a few years before it that were found footage, but they didn't have that something. They didn't have the marketing and the marketing. It was a great, great marketing plan. They put out documentaries, right? Right. Telling all about the Blair witch and tricking people like our friend. Well, and, and, and here's the other thing they had, um, 
missing posters. Yep. Missing posters of the three stars of the film that were put put up around in in different uh, markets to make people think that these people were actually really missing. That town, it was, what was it, Burksville, Maryland, or something like that? It was something. uh, Well, there was, uh, it was, well, it was Blair Witch because it was, there was, uh, it was Burkitts, Burkittsville? Burkittsville. Yeah, Yeah, Burkittsville, Maryland. So Burkittsville, Maryland had issues with people, tourists flooding their town. Going into the woods, looking for Going into the woods, trying, right, exactly. I mean, they hyped up this movie brilliantly brilliant just oh <laughs> so well and and then remember we went and we sat in the theater to watch it and, well and this and is why it was almost in my top 20 because i remember watching that film in the theater we went there uh, i think it was like opening night and we yep. sat there and we watched it and part of the reason it wa- it was almost in my top 20 was the uh, the effect it had the first time you saw it because exactly. when that movie so ended it go. It does the shot of the guy in the corner, and then the the camera hits the floor, and then it just cuts to black screen, no sound, yep. and then nope. silently rolls credits, no music, right. and right. the entire theater didn't move, didn't a say a word, nothing. Nope. The lights nope. came up, and everybody just got up and what did out. we just watch? Right. We felt like we watched a snuff film. We felt like we watched a snuff film. Right. And then our friend Megan, God love Megan, our friend Megan. Uh, we had seen see, the documentary. We had seen the documentary, but but I, you and I both noticed when we got to the end of that, that docu- it was on the sci-fi channel. It was on the sci-fi channel. And we got to the, the end and it had- fiction channel. It had writers. It had, and there yep. were the names of actors. They had people credited. Right. And we were like, sure. oh, this oh. is fake. Right. This is a fake thing. But it was super, right. it was made beautifully. It was a beautiful documentary about a fake event. Just awesome. And like, we, so well done. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I the, remember we the, walked the out of that theater. That movie. We walked yeah. out of that theater. And the first thing anyone said was Megan, and she says, can you believe they never found them? <laughs> right? I know. Oh, I know. And we just all we looked like, at her and went, what? Megan, what? You know, this wasn't real, right? <laughs> what? There's a documentary on it. <laughs> yeah, we were like, it's not on 2020. It was, it's on the yeah, Sci-Fi Channel. It's on Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> all right, so my, yeah. uh, my last honorable mention that i have is uh, a little bit of an older movie 70s uh, yeah i think early 70s the legend of hell house with roddy mcdowell Ooh. and Ooh. i like Look it I, I have it All on right. dvd i watch it fairly often and i mm. like it i like it because it's a haunted house flick and what is in your top 20 bud and it's about oh man it's, it's about a, it's about two psychics a parapsychologist uh-huh. and the parapsychologist's wife who go to this infamously haunted house and the yeah. parapsychologist wants to prove that hauntings aren't real that it's just pent up energy and that when psychics go into these houses, they just they're they're reading the energy. They're not really contacting ghosts. 
So he brings these two psychics along to get a bunch of, they're going to contact, oh, I'm talking to so-and-so and get all these messages. And then he has a machine. He brings this machine that's going to blast the entire house, the entire mansion with electrical energy. And he believes that he's going to dispel the haunting. And I don't, I don't exactly know necessarily exactly why I love the movie. I mean, I'm into like, you know, seances and shit like that. So I, it kind of grabs me, but Roddy McDowell in it, Roddy McDowell is fucking awesome. He is like, just, he is mm. like a raw nerve through the whole movie. And I love watching him, him in it. Okay. So that's my I last know. one. What's your, what's your last one? Event Horizon. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> it's well, are you mad that it's not in my top twenty? Well, I I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. I cannot I believe it. I know. I know. You have it in your top twenty, don't you? It's in I my top up. five. Ah, oh, <laughs> it's in your top five. <laughs> Oh boy! So we'll we'll talk about that more when we when we get there. But I it I'm, had no place in my top five. I'm I want to be on record as saying I cannot believe what I just heard. Oh! <laughs> All I right. knew I fucked that up. I knew I fucked that up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dig in and let's really, really. I knew you were going to be. You're going to be so mad at me. You're going to be so <laughs> mad at me because you're going to go. Every so everyone except for what's in my top, I will argue with you till till you know the ends of the earth for my top ten. But for everything from twenty to eleven, you're gonna go not as good as Event Horizon, not as good as Event Horizon, not as good as Event Horizon. <laughs> well, let, let's get into it. Let, let's let the bloodbath begin. At least, at least I talked about it. All right, at least you got to give me that. Yeah. I, I, I. That was the one I was worried about. That was the one I was like, that's why I saved it for last. All right. Well, do you want me to do my my 20th one or do you want to do yours yeah, first? Yeah, do, do, your do your 20th one. Okay. So th this is, this is uh, the one that kind of bumped Blair Witch because it's also found footage. But I feel like out of anything I've seen recently, because found footage got so played out, out of anything I've seen recently, uh, it's a newer movie that's found footage. I felt this one somehow kind of made it feel fresh again. And that's a movie called Hell House LLC. Oh, Hell House LLC. That's okay. it's that's 20. It's it's the 20th one, but uh when Jenny Really? I, yeah, when really? Jenny and I watched all that, time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let the bloodbath begin. Yes, let it begin. Because what you just yelled at me for Event Horizon, and you're going to give me Hell House LLC in your top 20? Come on. Oh, God. All right, go. Just go. But yeah, it's, a, it's, about, it's about a bunch of people who, who are, are putting on uh, a haunted house attraction, and they're like city folk, and they're coming out to you know, rural Pennsylvania to set it up in like an abandoned hotel and not realizing that this abandoned hotel is, uh, actually, uh, it was owned prior to the guy who was like the leader of like a satanic cult. 
and they performed rituals and stuff there. And now it's like haunted and like a portal to hell. And the way that it starts, it, it had that same feeling of Blair Witch where you're initially watching from like cell phone footage that somebody posted online of them going into the event and then all hell breaks loose and then it backtracks and you see the them filming behind the scenes footage of them setting up the haunted house that's going to go the behind the scenes footage is going to go on their website and then all this crazy weird shit starts happening and it's super effective i'm not the only person that feels that it's a good movie I'm not saying it's not a good movie. We're talking about our top 20, though. Yeah, that's in my top 20. Oh, boy. It's 20. Okay. It's 20. Okay. Fine. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. What's, what's, your, what's your number 20? The Shining. The Shining. Oh, man. 20? It didn't make it higher than 20? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> No, it didn't. Um, but it had to make the top twenty for sure. Um, brilliant movie scared the bejesus out of me when I saw it for the first time. Obviously, brilliant performance by Jack Nicholson. Um, all around, just a super creepy, super scary in your head. You know, things that nightmares are made of. Uh, movie uh, just. I love it. I, I love The Shining. Do but um, do, what? Do you want me to tell you where it is on my list? Number four. <laughs> yeah, number it four. It is number four. <laughs> it's number four. Yeah. Oh god. Right above Event Horizon. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> right above well, Event Horizon. I, I think my number five and my number four are movies that we probably never saw eye to eye on as far <laughs> as as far as their overall greatness. Yeah, I, I for, think I always thought they were better than you did. For anybody for anybody listening, um, you're going to see a window into our friendship that very few people have ever seen. Because these are battles that we have had yeah. over the 30 plus years that we've known each other. <laughs> yeah. We have battled it out over, and, and there's some movies that one of us loves and the other hates. <laughs> we're going to have to do like a three part episode because we're never going to get through this. We're never going to get through this. All we're right. only at number 20. Well, we'll talk about The Shining a little bit more when we get to, you know, my further up my list. Oh, uh, yeah, further up on the list. Okay, right. so <laughs> so that was your number 20, right? That was my number 20. Okay, so my number 19 is House of a Thousand <laughs> Corpses. <laughs> yep, agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, in my top 20 as well. Yep, House of a Thousand Corpses... Um, I, I <laughs> I'm very opinionated. I mean, there's there's people who love Rob Zombie's films. There's people who hate Rob Zombie's films. I fall somewhere in the middle. I don't. There's there's some of his stuff. I just I'm like I I can't get into it. 
I'm I have a strong opinion. I think Rob Zombie blew his load on the first film because he wasn't sure after he made that film that he was ever going to get another. Oh, one. I highly disagree <laughs> with you. I disagree with you, and maybe it's because I'm more of a Rob Zombie aficionado person than. Well, yeah, I think that um, I appreciate the way he directs films. He's like the Quentin Tarrant. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Okay, no. I'm not going to say that. No, no, no. Nope, 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 nope. Let me, no, edit that part out. No, because that's that. not going to stand. No, no, strike that, please. What I am saying is that Rob Zombie as a horror movie director is different. Like, he has a style, right? Yeah, he has yeah. his own style. You can tell when it's a Rob Zombie movie, right? Okay, not, that's number one. Number two, he takes risks. He takes a lot of risks. He does a lot of cool shots and different things in House of a Thousand Corpses, right? He did the, um, the, it was like the, uh, the negative view, right? Like, oh, yeah. Negative he, used to, yeah he used to go to the negative like all the time. Right. And then he did these weird, like crazy, spooky shots and like just and he weird. Have those, he did a lot of weird things. Those strange interjections of like a guy talking about the skunk ape making sexual right yeah just and... weird stuff and and he took a lot of risks and i appreciate that because i don't want to watch the same thing over and over again and that's why i think when we get to um the his halloween movies that you know that's why i appreciate those so much more because we talk about remakes and what are you going to bring to the story and Rob Zombie really wanted to do something different with Halloween. He 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 took a risk, and I know that people don't like that. He didn't make Loomis, you know, the the, the hero kind of guy. And he tried to get into the psyche of Michael Myers, and they, he tried to humanize him. But he took the risk of doing that. Like he wanted to. He John Carpenter told his story about Michael Myers. Mike, uh, Rob Zombie wanted to do something different. He wanted to tell his story of Michael Myers. And I appreciate that in his movies. And he does that over and over and over again. He does different stuff. And he, like, um, Lords of Salem is an underrated movie. It really is. It's a slow burn. I get it. But it's a very creepy, very dark, very, like, um, almost like The Fog in a way. Um, just a, just a, a very well done, very just kind of gets in your head kind of movie. And, you know, I appreciate that in a director. Well, when it, co when it comes to House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, for me, you know, I can boil down, uh, and, and I've mentioned this numerous times in conversations. It boils down to me, uh, Rob Zombie... The overall feel of the movie is great. The overall vibe of the movie is great. I love the the horror sideshow feel to it. But it comes down to that shot where uh, Bill Mosley's character Otis has Walter Goggins, the deputy, has him at gunpoint. And the, the, this shot sealed the deal for me. He does this slow pullback. First he has like this syrupy western music playing over top of it and then he, he it's does, like yodeling music, yeah it's, it? it's like, it's slim, like, almost like uh, what is it who is it uh not uh slim whitman i don't i forget the guy's name 
But yeah, yeah he, some he, old country yoga. Yeah, and, and he he does this super slow pullback, and it goes from being like right there with him, and it goes all the way out till almost it's like a like a a forty five degree angle God view almost, and he just yeah. holds it and holds it and holds it, and it gets silent. The music fades out and it gets completely silent and i remember sitting there in the theater and it was right at the point where i nervously chuckled and that's when bill mosley pulls the trigger and blows walter goggins brains out and you just see it from far away and i thought how brilliant it was that he let that hang there and it's as if he knew like somebody is gonna break the tension somehow because I've literally pulled this rubber band as tight as I can pull it. And so just at the point where you yourself are trying to break that tension, you're going to laugh, you're going to say something, whatever, and then I'm going to nail you with the kill. And I thought, wow, okay, yeah, he's got he's got something. So this is how long we've been friends. So right before we started recording the, this podcast, um, I was hanging out with my buddy, Ben, he lives downstairs and we were talking about the podcast and I said, uh, we were going over the top 20 and I thought house of a thousand corpses would be in your top 20. So I said, wait till Kyle starts talking about house of a thousand corpses. He is going to talk about one particular scene <laughs> and that scene is going to be when Bill Mosley has the deputy <laughs> on his knees with the gun and it pulls back and he holds it and holds it and holds it and holds it. And it gets to be this like uncomfortable feeling and everybody's looking around in the theater. And then he pulls the trigger. <laughs> I said, he's going to talk about exactly that. Oh yeah. It's, it sealed the deal with that movie for me. That was the scene. Sure. And and that's, yeah. it's like that with a lot of horror movies. There, there might even but, be a, but just he a does scene that a lot. That but he you. does stuff like that a lot, Kyle. That's what I'm talking about. Like, and that's why I don't like. <laughs> All right, we, what is every? What is what is? It? Yeah, but no, we're talking about well, this. But we Hold got a, we got a lot Hold of movies on. No, to we're get talking about this. No, we're we're talking about this right now. <laughs> What's everybody's problem with Rob Zombie? Uh well what's the, everybody's uh, what's every up everybody's ass about Rob Zombie? Well, the, I mean that the, he puts his wife in every yeah, fucking movie. Yeah, the fact that's that Sherry Moon the, is that's always what's in the up movies. everybody other than that what's the problem? And I, nothing. And, and I will say that's, the, the months the monsters, you know, was the was, monsters was shit. Was that's, pretty weak. <laughs> it was terrible. I I turned it off. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's your what's your eighteen? Moving, we got to move on. What's your eighteen? No, no, no. I I didn't even get to my nineteen. Oh, okay. Well, what? Wait. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your nineteen? Yep. American Psycho. I thought this would. I I knew that would be in your top twenty. It's nowhere near my top twenty, but I knew it would be. Why? I knew this was going to be a fight. <laughs> Why? I told that. I told Ben the same thing. I'm like, he's not going to like the American Psycho one. No, I just I don't think of it as a horror movie. That's that's Why? just my because it's of, about a serial killer and he chops people up and there's a lot of blood in it. And, yeah, but but for me, like it's just it's different because it's a well done different take on horror. 
That's well, and all. I, I, I was telling This Jen- is why you don't like Ari Aster stuff. Well, I was telling, no, I was telling Jenny, no, the, this is particularly mm, about serial killer People films. get creative and all of a sudden you No, no, no. This is about serial killer films in particular because Jenny was asking me uh, if Silence of the Lambs was on my top 20 and it's not. And I said that that's oh, because. I said that. My that's- goodness. I didn't even <laughs> think about Silence of the Lambs. But oh, said, my God. I said the reason Silence of the Lambs isn't on my top 20, and it's kind of the same reason. I American just think Psycho. of it as a, a thriller. Like exactly. A, like a, exactly. And for like me. A co- Amer- like a cop thriller. Right. And so for me. Even though American Psycho is a little more artistic and you're actually watching this guy like internally unravel, it's still more like a thriller Patrick for me. Bateman, but Patrick Bateman is a serial killer. Right? I get it. So Michael is Hannibal Lecter. So is Buffalo Bill. Bill. But for me, <sighs> you can have you can have horror movies that are also thrillers. But you can have a thriller, and that doesn't necessarily make it a horror movie. And for me, a lot of serial killer stuff doesn't because quite... of the blood in the because of the blood in this movie, because of the fact that he has to put on a uh, rain jacket, uh, because of the blood that's gonna uh, happen. You know, once he starts chopping into this, you know, guy uh, Jared Leto, that's a horror movie. Like he's 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 chopping people up. He throws and he. Th- Runs out naked and th- uh, onto the stairway and like throws down a running chainsaw and hits the girl as she's coming like <laughs> down. She finally like makes it down to like the first floor and it, it just hits her and kills her. <laughs> and he's just, I mean, I, I, well, and there, I and, yeah, no, that's a horror movie. Well, we can we can we can have an episode where where we we argue about American Psycho, but um, you know, there and there we should. You, you get to the end of the film and there's a big question on whether or not this was almost anyway. this was almost higher. This was almost <laughs> much much higher. All right, let's go. Let's go to eighteen. All right. Oh my. Let's goodness. go to eighteen. Oh. This this, is... this episode is going to set up a lot of other episodes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah. Uh, my 18 is uh, The Exorcist Part 3 with George C. Scott and what? Brad Dourif. Kyle. I love that movie and I, I'm not alone. Kyle, I, I'm i not. This isn't. Okay. <laughs> I, Kyle. Kyle. I love The Exorcist 3 too. I, I think Brad Dourif is brilliant. I also love Halloween too. You know how much I love Halloween too. How much yeah. do I talk about it? Rob right. Zombie's Halloween too. I talk about it all the time. Right. Freaking love that movie. Nowhere wasn't even in my honorable mentions. <laughs> there are movies we love, and then there, at, at some point, you have to go. What's the best movie? Right. Uh, well, I mean, but this is our oh, I know this. Oh, twenty. God. Okay, and the Exorcist three. I mean, the the it's a, again. Fine, then my number two will make sense. Uh, then. Again, it's one of those ones where uh, sometimes the scene gets you, and and that scene where you're, it's that long scene where you're watching the nurse check the rooms, and then the figure comes out with the the snippers. You know, yeah. it it uh, and Brad Dourif. Okay. I mean, his performance in that movie is agreed, agreed, agreed. Of course, yeah. All right, oh, what, what, what's, oh, what's your 18? <laughs> Reanimator. 
Oh, okay. Well, we're we're actually close on that. So I'll I'll go ahead and I'll tell you, Reanimator was my seventeen. So well, we well, House well, of a Thousand Corpses was my fifteen. So well, my, we we might as well talk about you know Reanimator a little bit since it's you know very yeah. close for both of us. Oh my God, how much do I love Reanimator? Yeah, Reanimator, and and it's one of these things where you know it, if we were if we were just going by, you know, quote unquote acceptably great films reanimator wouldn't be there but <laughs> reanimator is so wild i disagree i disagree <laughs> what we we need to define what's a great film you know i'm talking about Academy, i'm talking about what no. like the roger eberts of the world no 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 a great film trash they're trash <laughs> horror movie fans know that those people are trash yeah no reanimator that's a movie <laughs> No, reanimators and, and reanimator. I mean, Doctor Herbert West. All you need to the the if you know nothing else about reanimator and why it would be a great horror film, it it boils down to uh, the head of the evil doctor <laughs> yep, ordering absolutely. the headless body to carry yep. him around. And, oh my god! And to push him between Barbara Crampton's legs to perform cunnilingus on her. <laughs> so she's strapped to a table laying there while this disembodied head See, being this is, the is being shoved between her legs. For Oscars, and this is why I don't believe in the Oscars. <laughs> this is why I believe in the Academy, because that's movies. And Jeffrey Combs, that's Jeffrey Combs, uh, is is brilliant and he's brilliant in in most of these films castle everything Creek, all, yeah but reanimator sure. and even bride of reanimator he is amazing and and worth the watch just because he's treating it like it's shakespeare yeah every line is filled with emotion and meaning yep. and depth and even the dumbest stuff. He took the dumbest lines that Stuart Gordon had put in there and he turned them into the, the, the most impactful lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's just the, all those things coming together, you know, uh, just make the movie uh, fantastic and fun. Yeah. So that was my 17. So why don't we uh, jump to uh, your 17? My 17th was The Fog. Oh, The Fog. Okay. I mean, I think I I like this movie more than you do, obviously. Only um, by a little bit. Only of, by a little bit. This, this was my, this is just one of my, this is one of my go-tos at Halloween. This is one of my favorites. Um, I love the, the story. And I love the, the 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 John Carpenter like the you know it's John Carpenter movie like right like the the way he directs this movie and um, it's just a fun um, kind of Halloween movie and uh, I just I don't know it's just one of my favorites I watch it every year yeah I mean so. it's, it's spooky and just uh, you want to talk about setting. It's got Tom a, Atkins. It's well, got Jamie a story, Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Tom Atkins, Adrian Barbeau, Vivian Lee. Um, it's got um, Nancy Loomis who played Annie Brackett. She's in that. Yep. It's like all of his favorite regulars are the, all in the it. usual suspects. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, but you want to talk about putting putting a story in a great setting. I mean, just Adrian Barbeau sitting up there in that lighthouse radio station with the light going around, and she's like right. over the radio calling out to people where the fog is coming and stay out of the fog. Don't get near the fog. There's something in the fog. It, it's right. just, yeah, it's great. It's great. It didn't make right. my top 20, but it, it doesn't mean I don't love it. I watch it all the time. I love it. So my, uh, my 16 is 1992 Candyman with Tony Todd Candyman and Virginia Madsen really be my victim <laughs> yeah we I rewatched it with Jenny because when the new one came out the Jordan Peele produced uh, yeah. new one came out um, Jenny and I went back and, and Jenny remembered as a, a kid being super scared by that movie and we watched it and man, is it, uh, is it effective? Uh, Tony Todd with the bees coming out of his mouth and the bloody hook and the way he guts people. And, and, and you can never quite tell, like, is he really there? Is he like in Virginia Matson's head? Like what you never know what's going on from one moment to the next. And, uh, just a, a super effective, um, yeah, you know, there, there were a lot of movies that came out like during that time period that, you know, these, uh, these, you know, white stuffed suit producers would try to be like, we're trying to appeal to an urban audience and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And Candyman figured out a way, which it, the funny part is it's like written and directed by white guys, but somehow they found like a weird, deeper level in Candyman, which, which literally was like the springboard for then Jordan Peele to do. Not like a uh, like a remake or even a reboot, but almost it's like a sequel, you know, in a yeah. in a way with with his Candyman, and yeah. um, and somehow they they nailed this really weird place, uh, you know, it, it's it's an urban horror film that goes to places that make you uncomfortable. Hmm. So that's why that's why I like it. Okay. So what do you got? Yeah, for... Candy. Yeah, Candyman didn't didn't make my honorable mentions or top twenty or anything. I didn't really go to Candyman. That's interesting. Okay, top twenty all time, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, scared gotcha. the shit out of me. That's for sure. My number sixteen. Yep. Is one of our favorites. Okay. One of our absolute most. Dearest movies, Evil Dead Two. Oh, you know it's you know it's funny is that. Um, oh my God! If you tell me that you don't have it anywhere on your list, I'm going to freak out. I I don't have two. I have the original Evil Dead. It's my fifteen. It's I also right. have the original on my list. <laughs> yeah, Evil Evil Dead Two is not is not on my top. Kyle. Neither is Kyle. Ar- neither is Army of Darkness. Kyle! Oh my god. Wait, no, we're done. That's it. Nosferatu is done. It's over. This is our last episode. I'm sorry to our five listeners. What? Are you kidding me? No, no, what? no. It, it just it, it for- I need a minute. I, I I love Evil Dead. I love I, I love the whole the what? whole thing. And what? What? <laughs> what? 
it's it's just for for me for me the reason it doesn't it doesn't get there the reason i kind of like uh the reason the first I one i feel like the last 38 years of our lives <laughs> have been a lie the reason the first one is on my list and not evil dead to army of darkness is because as much as i i love the character i love the the films uh sam raimi is a is a great director um I feel like that that first one is I remember I remember watching that on like HBO or movie channel or something when I was a kid. I saw the first one was just on one night. I had no idea what Evil Dead was. And I watched it and that was the first one that I saw was the Evil Dead. And it it actually for as as goofy as the special effects were and things like that it scared me that movie the first movie scared me like there's the the scene i mean the girl she gets like raped by the trees and then they bring her back in and she's all kind of catatonic and then they're sitting there and they're they're doing like a, a guessing game with the cards and she starts guessing every single one of them and then she whips around all of a sudden she's like possessed by one of these forest demons and lifts up into the air and is like we will eat your souls and all this shit and that scared the hell out of me and as much as i love evil dead 2 an army of darkness like sam raimi for me just this is my opinion he turned it into like a cartoon it's like ash williams becomes like bugs bunny you know and that just doesn't that as much as i like him as much as i enjoy him for my top 20 horror movies of all time, that doesn't do it for me. You had Hell House LLC in your top 20. Yeah, it's it scares me. It's oh, a scary movie. Oh, God. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, <laughs> oh I feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if we can keep going. I don't know if we can keep going. Are you serious? Right, oh my god! Yeah. So so yeah. The Evil Dead was my my fifteen. It's it's above Candyman, but that's but yeah, not Evil Dead two. <sighs> okay. But I mean, I, I I like Evil Dead too. <laughs> no, whatever. Just go. Just keep going. <laughs> All right, so that was your your sixteen, right? My 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 heart is broken. So I've already basically covered my fifteen. So why don't you tell me what your fifteen is? House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, okay, that's 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 a respectable placement. Oh, oh okay, good. <laughs> You're happy with that? Is that okay with you? I'm, I'm sensing you some son resentment. Of a bitch. <laughs> All right, so why don't we get into uh, my 14, then? Is that where we're at, my 14? Yeah, please do. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, the original, is my number 14. Okay. (laughs) It's in my top 20. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had it higher. Well, yeah, I mean, I I can understand that. For for me, it's... It's... Freddy Krueger haunted my dreams as a child. Well, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, 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 I he haunted my dreams, and I appreciate what Wes Craven, you know, did with that film. I mean, it, it's a brilliant film. the The concept is brilliant. 
Um, there's a lot of crazy, amazing stuff, like new stuff that he did with it. Uh, you know, Tina going up the wall and across the ceiling and unbelievable, and, uh, amazing so stuff. Cool. And then Johnny Depp getting sucked through the bed and the geyser of blood. Dude, dude, when um, Freddie presses through the oh, that's the yeah, that's a great shot. That's that's oh. those moments are why it's in my top twenty. It's just not so great. It's not and, quite and as Wes high Craven as just does a really yeah. Well, okay, all right, okay. Because because for all for the brilliant stuff, some of the stuff gets offset, like lanky it's, arms, lanky arms, Freddie. Coming down the <laughs> the alleyway, going over West and, and Midget Freddy <laughs> running down just so they could set up the shot where you know they're trying to do dream logic. She runs into Freddy. She's like being chased by Freddy, but then runs into Freddy. But for whatever reason, you know they didn't get somebody that had Robert England's build <laughs> to yeah. do it. So it those are the things that that. I, I love it, and it has so many great things, but then there's these little things that just kind of notched it down down for me. Right. So, all right, mm. what's your 14? Well, it's like I was saying, it's funny that we're arguing over Wes Craven because my number 14 is Scream. Oh, oh nice, nice, nice. And the reason that it's Scream is because it was a very fresh take on the slasher uh, genre. I think that it kind of flipped all that stuff on its head, the Freddies and the Jasons and the Michael Myers and everything, and kind of poked fun at, at it while still being a scary whodunit. You know, it, it, it did a lot of things. There's a lot involved in that movie. And it was um, it was a game changer. And, and it, it, it really um, set the stage for a lot of other horror movies that came after it. It was it was a big influencer. And it was if <clears throat> Wes Craven's best movie is probably in Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Um, but what's number two? Well, yeah, Scream. Scream. Yeah. It's probably and Scream. It, and it, it revived the slasher. The slasher was kind of dead in the water at that point. And, yeah. and Wes Craven yep. was the guy that, that brought it back and made it uh, functional again. People started making right. slashers again after he made Scream. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good good movies. And we, we already talked about the whole series and, and, you know, kind of the magic of what they did there, that they made it all about the the characters the the people and i thought they they hunted. did a legitimate job of making it scary you know the whole oh, yeah. the, the opening scene it's it's copied it's so much it's now and, and it's been so parodied and and so people think of it as a joke now but if you go back and watch it um the original with drew barrymore and that whole opening scene that's a scary scene because she's alone in the house and she gets a phone call she picks up the phone or she, you know, whatever. I don't know if she's ordering food or whatever, but I can't remember. No, but the phone, the phone just rings. She was making popcorn. The just rings. She's right. She's so she picks up the phone and she's talking to this guy and it's kind of flirtatious. And all of a sudden it gets really dark really yeah. quick. Yeah. And she's by herself. Yeah. And she knows that she's like somewhat defenseless. And this this guy is just toying with her, and it's it's very there's a lot of tension, you know. We talk about that all the time, 
and um and it's 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 genuinely scary so it's it's a really cool um you know marriage of 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 you know being meta and and kind of breaking down that that you know it's, it's kind of making fun of itself a little bit you know but at the same time it's being scary so it's it's a really cool different movie and in 1996 it was it was very different yeah yeah definitely all right 13 the exorcist the original didn't make my top 20 i know because you don't like it you don't you don't think the exorcist is i didn't scary. i never no i never found it scary at all well Jen, jenny's the same way because jenny even though jenny was raised catholic she thinks that uh demonic like possession things she's like that's it's so stupid <laughs> She's like a, yeah. a demon took. It was over more to do gross, that. like when, like when, when she peed on the floor, you know, and and you know when she spit up and everything. It was just gross. But yeah, it's like one. This, it's one that it's, I like. I watch it. I watch it uh, every so. Often. I know you love The Exorcist. I know. I actually, yeah. Even though it's it's higher up, it's only it's only higher than The Exorcist Three because of the crafting of the film. It's it's William Freakin made a great film. Um, so put it, it put it higher, but I would say I watch Exorcist three more often. So, okay. So what's your 13 army of darkness, army of darkness. Okay. I love army of darkness. It's still a hard movie because it's an evil dead movie. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just one of my favorite movies. Well, I, and it's, I, the, it's the most quotable. It. It's the most quotable. I love it. I adore it. I, I just, I, I, I can't say enough good things about Army of Darkness. It's just perfect in every way, and it's just one of my favorite movies of all time. So it has to be, and it and it didn't make my top ten because it can't make my top ten of horror movies. But I had to get it on the list somewhere, and I thought that this was appropriate. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, number twelve, The Wolfman, Lon Chaney Jr. Ooh, you know, I don't have any universal monsters. See, for me, for me, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a universal monsters kid. I love the I. uh, Well, Dracula was on in my honorable mention, but yeah, for me, because that scared me as a kid. That really did. Like Dracula, the concept, the the idea of Dracula. I always thought Dracula was going to like come to my window and like somehow get in and like bite me on the neck. And like, I was always scared of Dracula, but other than that, and I love the universal monsters. I love them compared to everything else on this list. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just that those were, those were the films that introduced me to horror. You know, those were my entrance. Yeah. And I tried to pay tribute by putting Dracula in my, honorable mention you know just to kind of pay tribute to the universal monsters which yeah. i love yeah i can tell you i have i have uh four of them <laughs> on my list you do yeah really yeah yeah i love them i love them oh wow okay this is getting interesting i i think our number one will at least be the same so what's uh what's your number 12 this is this is going to be a shocker probably 
The others. The others. Oh, that's a that's a good one. I almost, I almost, uh, I had considered that one. Um, Scared the shit. Oh my my. And an out of the blue twist. In, my insides just like just. Oh, oh, yeah. it was so good. A it be- was so better... good. So well done. So creepy. The atmosphere. We talk about it all the time. I talk about atmosphere. Such a creepy Halloweeny ghost story movie that is just really well done, really well written, really well directed. Has a big twist at the end, and if you haven't seen it, um, you know, please see it. And and I I don't want to ruin it for yeah. anybody because uh, if my neighbors are listening, they haven't seen it, and I yeah, recommend it. There's so a lot I of people know. of like the newer generations that haven't seen it. It, because I haven't seen it. Unfortunately, it didn't hit as big as it maybe should have. Because I think it came out like it was like a bad year, a bad time of year. Uh, it it just didn't really. I feel like it's a movie that 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 horror fans talk about all the time. Yeah, if you're if you're like a hardcore but, horror fan, you've probably seen the others. Right. Right. You know? yeah. But yeah, I mean, a, an amazing twist, a better twist than the Sixth Sense. I'll say that. I'm gonna, oh my! I'm goodness. going on record. Better because you don't see it coming. There's people that guessed the sixth sense twist. There's people right. that like just being horror movie buffs and people who pick on up on patterns and things like that. There were I know there were people that guessed the ending to the sixth. Didn't sense. Austin guess it? I think he might have, but um, but the, the, uh, the others just the ending is out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, you're like what? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, right. All right, my number eleven is the Bride of Frankenstein. Oh my goodness! Wow, you are hammering down. Yeah, it's just you. it's it's iconic. It's uh, it's a great okay. Uh, it, it it's got it's got certain color. Bride of Frankenstein scare you? Uh, no, it's it's more about it's more about the in Bride of Frankenstein there's kind of a whole dynamic that that comes in where you like it takes the the ending of Frankenstein where like the mob is you know hunting Frankenstein and everything and it it flips it so that you really see the the desperation of of the monster uh, wanting to be like a, a, a real complete human. And thinking that, you know, if I just had someone to love me, you know, then I would be like other people. I could I could go away and I could be happy and I could, you know, even if I was away from every everything and shunned by society, at least I would have this other person. And then that person who was ideally created for him uh, rejects him completely as well. And then the monster, because the monster speaks in this one, he has this whole, um, kind of epiphany, like we, okay, we don't, we don't belong in this world. You know, we, we deserve, we're, we deserve to be with the dead things, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, a very well-crafted movie. I, I like it. I really like it. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Fair enough. So what's your 11? Hmm. Terrifier. 
Terrifier. Okay. You know what? It's kind of funny. I actually, for some reason, I didn't even think of, of Terrifier. But, um, I think because it's so new. So it's, it's, it's new. A, I've only, I've actually only seen it just the one time. I, I haven't had a rewatch of it yet. Um, I haven't seen the second one. That's on my list to see. You know, oh, I've got like a short do. list of ones to see. Oh my goodness. Oh man. You have a new, and the great thing is, is that, you know, we're always wondering when the next Nightmare on Elm Street is going to be made because we want to see when the next Freddy movie is going to be. Made. Well, Art the Clown is a Freddy. great is a great success. Art the Clown is movies. now, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he is, and and then it's it's exciting, and the movies are scary. Like the the movies aren't like ridiculous. They're they're scary, and you know he he's laughing while he's sawing a girl in half. You know, like that she's that he has hanging upside down, and he's just laughing. Yeah, he's, he's really what the Joker should be in. Oh my any god! Batman yeah, movie. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. If <laughs> if Rob Zombie got a hold of Batman, you know, that's what the Joker would be. Doing. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, no, um, it it, I think it really brought back that you know that singular killer, um, um. You know the the making the killer the star of the movie, and um, and it's it's really it really is scary. And they're making a third one. Yeah, and um, they're going to keep going because they're they're getting more and more popular. I think a lot of people are responding to it because they they really are. They're pretty brutal. Um, well, yeah, and, so. and plus they're getting they're getting support because they're crowdfunding a lot of that stuff. So they're getting a lot right. of support from horror fans. Yeah. Number 10. Ooh, now we're getting into the top 10. So now, like, yep. okay, now the, the, the fists are coming out. Jaws. <laughs> my, my number okay. 10 is Jaws. Fair enough. I had Jaws higher. Okay, okay. But, I mean, great film. A lot of people. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, I mean, one of the best. One of the best films. One of, what, one of the best films. Um, it, it. <laughs> terrified millions of people like people were so scared to go into the ocean yeah, yeah they were absolutely it, it okay can i ask you something would shark week be anything if jaws oh no 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 not at all no okay, not at all because basically all. no one would care what steven spielberg did and and what he kind of did by accident for anybody out there that that thinks that somehow like crazed um animal movies uh like aren't horror movies well if jaws isn't a horror movie then cujo's not and i think everybody would agree cujo's a fucking horror movie so but a horror movie is anything that terrifies you to the extent that you in your personal life are change your behavior like you change your behavior <laughs> people didn't go to the beach because they saw jaws yeah. I personally went to the beach today, Kyle. <laughs> and on yesterday, I was on my couch and I'm thinking of a movie to watch. And I bring up Hulu and on the front is Jaws. And then right next to it is Jaws 2. And I'm like, ooh, Jaws. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to the beach tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not watching Jaws. Like, you got to be out of your mind. But yeah, and and basically Steven Spielberg accidentally, because you know it was accidental because of the very famous problems 
with the technology and the set and everything. He basically uh, made a slasher, but the slasher is a shark. <laughs> you know, he's he's in the water. <laughs> you know, but that's the shark acts like a slasher in slasher movies. Right. Well, that's exactly it. And you had the the sequels, you know, two, three, and four, and it's it's the the shark is the star of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't matter that you don't have Roy Scheider in there anymore. Uh, you don't have you know the the main characters from the first one in four at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You just need the shark. You just need the shark. <laughs> so what's your number ten? Oh man, I gotta open this up again. Um, number ten <sighs> had to pay tribute. This is more of a tribute one than anything, but it 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 changed everything. And uh, Psycho, Psycho. Okay, all right. So so this was the movie that if. My neighbor Ben is listening. I will give him credit for the thought because he actually was talking about it um, outside earlier. This was the movie that now you're taking away from the universe. You're going away from the universal monsters. You're going away from the radioactive spiders and stuff like that that were in the 50s and stuff like that and the aliens and everything. And now it's just a dude. Just a guy. Yeah. It could be your neighbor. It could be your best friend. It could be your uncle. It could be whoever. This guy is just crazy and he's killing people. And 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 it, it changed everything. It changed the way that horror movies were made. So um then, you know, it gave that gave birth to Black Christmas and Halloween. Yeah, you don't have any of that Jason, without Psycho. You don't have any of that without Psycho any of it so it has to be in the top 10 yeah definitely definitely i i mean i agree i agree with you as far and on as its own merit is it's a scary movie it really is it's a creepy yeah. movie anthony perkins does a great job um and he's he's very scary yeah um so yeah I, yeah it, it didn't it make it top. didn't make it didn't make my list just because i tend not to be very scared by i like alfred hitchcock's films but i it doesn't they don't really resonate with me as well. Um, but I agree about the import of that movie. You know, that movie is definitely, uh, you know, one of the, the greats. Um, so my number nine is Dracula, Bella Lugosi. Oh, that's my number nine. Wow. 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 Okay. Because so it's, it's so iconic. It set the stage for, Every iteration. Well, that's why it was in my honorable mentions. Yeah, and and to be honest, I mean, the first time I saw that film, it's you know, I mean, given you're watching, it's like black and white and everything, but it's spooky as fuck. It's like, spooky. Like, you you have the cobwebs, the classic yeah. cobwebs in the, yeah. the castle. And Welcome to my home. Right. <laughs> right. So what's okay. your number? What's your number nine? Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Okay. All right. Yeah, you put it way higher than me. <laughs> I put it way. It's it's top. Evil Dead is definitely top ten for me. We're if we're talking top ten, Evil Dead has to be there. It was. It changed. Um. It, it just. It was so influential on me as a horror fan. I just. I. I loved Evil Dead from the first time I saw it, 
and I wanted to watch every Evil Dead movie. I just watched Evil Dead Rise, and I don't think you've seen it. I haven't seen it yet. No, it's again on my short list. Oh my god, watch it! So good, so good. And I think Um, I think the remake was good. It's the only franchise where you really can't pick out a bad one. Yeah, true. That's true. I can't pick out a bad Evil Dead movie. I really can't. They're all good, all of them. Yeah, and I, and I'm not sure if uh, I haven't I haven't really done the research. I I kind of wonder was there like a really big Cabin in the Woods movie before Evil Dead? Well, Friday the Thirteenth. Well, tr- I true that's but that's like a camp. You know what I mean? That's a this is a solitary. Yeah, you, know, you mean like it's it, yeah, but that's just. A bunch of cabins in the woods. <laughs> Would you say I have a plethora of cabins? <laughs> you know what it means to have a plethora. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Oh, my goodness. 1982's The Thing. Now we're going to get into it. Wow. I'm disappointed in you. What? <laughs> that it's not higher? I'm very upset with you. I'm very upset with you over this list. <laughs> yep, yeah, nineteen eighty-two is the thing. And I mean, that's that's a great one, just for you know. I mean, okay. everybody knows I, why the thing is great. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll yes, you'll hear more from me in in, in a couple of minutes. All right, what's what's your number eight? Alien. Oh, Alien, and. The, this is something that uh, a couple of people, different people, asked me about if any of the Alien movies were on my list, and I said, "I said, well, no." I said, "Aliens, James, Jim Cameron's Aliens, is an action movie." Scared they, the shit out of me. Where they shoot up aliens, <laughs> but the first, the first one, I, you know, I, it is a, a gothic horror set in space. There's a creature, a monster. Okay. Um, but uh, but right. just for me, for me, like it, even though I, I was terrified, <laughs> absolutely terrified. That movie. T- oh, my goodness. I was so scared. So scared. <laughs> and Aliens, the, the, the sequel too. the, the same. I, I was yeah. uh, I, terrified. I love I love Aliens. I, I, I'm used to I remember I used to take my G.I. Joe's when I was a kid and pretend that they were. Uh, colonial marines uh, yeah. <laughs> hunting down xenomorphs and all this kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah. Um, but yeah, just for for me, the the alien movie. It's just like the same with like the the predator stuff, like that. It like I'm a, and I'm a sci-fi guy, but I kind of like that's the thing. Well, I kind of push those over, even though sci-fi and horror can predators more intersect. action because you had Arnold in there blasting yeah. away, you know, and so that was more of an action movie. Yeah. Um, as opposed, and and the predators jumping around and stuff like that, yeah. and aliens I, is more. Alien is more of a horror movie. Yeah, I, re- first... I respect. I respect that pick. I definitely respect okay. that pick. Okay. Okay. Good. Number seven. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Dream Wars. Yes! Oh. <laughs> part three. <laughs> what, what did oh you... wait! No, no, you're you already had the. Yeah, original I had one. I had one already. I put. 
I put Dream Warriors in my number seven spot. Oh my goodness, you're so lame. Because it was the one that was the movie that I had that, seen. That, that got you. I, I got had you. seen Universal Monsters. I had seen yeah, some but other number things. number number four was there was that movie for me, and it's not even on. It's nowhere on this list. Well, <laughs> but just for me, it was super scary. That scared the crap okay. out of me when I was a kid. All right, all right. What's your seven? Mm. A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god! I, I mean, um, it's the best one. It's the best one, right? Stop! <laughs> don't don't do. You, do you want to have this argument now? We don't. Have, or, we don't think we have time to have this argument. <laughs> okay, well then we'll make it another episode. Like here we go. We're going to start. Spawning episodes here because we're <laughs> but we can have the Nightmare on Elm Street three versus Nightmare on Elm Street discussion if you want to. No, but I mean, the original, the, the original is the West Craven. It's a, it's it's a really scary, really well done, just well directed. It's a masterpiece. It's so good. I, I love three, but no, absolutely not. It's not as good as the original. For me, it's just a preference thing. Can't it's just be. A, it's just oh, a preference. God. Okay. <laughs> All right, my number six. Mm. Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers. You continue to break my heart. <laughs> and of course, we we've already expounded on on the Halloween. Again, I just feel like series. we're just getting like we're just throwing thirty eight years of friendship back. <laughs> And the tubes. All right. What's what's your number six? Jaws. Oh, okay. Jaws. Okay. Good. That's a Jaws is number six. All right. Okay. My number now. Five. Now. Okay. Here now we we're getting good. Bum, top five. <laughs> top five. Top, top five. five. Okay. This is our. I hope I. Okay. I hope that you seriously thought about your top five. Well, I, I did, but I've already told no you. No stupid movies, no, nothing no, no, no. like, you I, know, no Nightmare on Elm Street 2 because you watched the documentary, <laughs> you know, no. nothing like that. And now it's like your number two movie no. or something. My, I've already said my number five is Event Horizon. That I... That's I know, I know. Okay, and it's, yep. uh, that's a it's a it's a great horror movie. It's science fiction, but it's they took a, they took a haunted house and put yeah, it in oh space yeah, film. you're talking about science fiction versus horror. Event Horizon. Well, no, I I appreciate Alien. I just I it doesn't okay. it doesn't do it for me. But Event Horizon <laughs> that that movie a scared the shit out of me, and also I loved it because it had some of the most realistic reactions of characters because that was always the big complaint about horror movies was that people didn't will, react realistically. Yeah. I will say that I do have to stick by alien because alien did stick with me. More yeah. than like when I went, when I closed my eyes at night, this is the stuff that when, when I get into these movies, I start to think about when I close my eyes at night and what I see and alien that that's, that got into my head. Like yeah, for, that got into my nightmares. For me with Event Horizon, like, you know, like 
the kind of stuff that horrifies like Sam Neill, like ripping his eyeballs out and stuff like, Oh that. yeah. Huh, yep. That kind of stuff. Horrifying. And then also like, for whatever reason, even though I know I'll never go to space, anything where people are like ejected into the vacuum of space and, and die that way. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> I would never want to, I never want to get on a rocket. I never <laughs> do any of that shit. That is, yep. that is super, super bleak. What's what's your uh, number five? Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's your number five. It, you sound surprised that it's not. Yeah, I have it. I have it higher. <laughs> you do? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. I I struggled with this. This my top five. I struggled. Yeah. So, um, Night of the Living Dead is just, it, it's, it's the oldest movie that scare, still scares me. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, it was made in 1968, and <clears throat> every Halloween I watch it, I turn all the lights out, and the only light in the room is the Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I have I I have my snacks and everything like that, and I'm watching it, and it scares the it it just it scares me to death every single time I watch it. Yeah, it it really is, and I mean we've we've watched it. Uh, I've watched it numerous times on my own, just late at night while the family's in bed, and uh, I'm looking for just something to watch, something to put on, and I'll put it on. Uh, we've watched it together numerous times. It's terrifying to watch alone. It really is. Like I find the Night of the Living Dead terrifying to watch alone. It's that impending doom. Be- I talk about it all the time. I talked about it with Halloween, right? Why do I love Halloween so much? And I always talk about that impending doom, like that, like Lori is seeking help and she thinks she might have a chance at it, and then that help is no longer available and it's just, it's her doom. Like, and you know, it's coming, but you're just watching it happen. And with night of the living dead, it's the same thing. It's just this, they're trapped in this house and they're just coming. Oh yeah. And, and they're just, and there's more of them every five minutes. There's more and more and more and, and more. And they're just coming towards the house and they're arguing inside over whether the basement is safer than the living room, you know, and, and this and that. And it's just because they know like they're they're screwed. Like they are screwed. <laughs> and like right? Yeah. And it's just it's just doom closing in on you. Like just like Vincent Price says in Michael Jackson's thriller. Yeah. Doom that's closing in on you. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give away a little bit. Uh, Night of the Living Dead is my number two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number two, and Night of the Living Dead, uh, a because it's it's scary, uh, b because it's iconic. Um, I mean, in the opening of our show, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Right. You sure. Know? And, sure. And. Uh, then C for the importance of it. Um, number one, there's like, you know, I mean, people have gone on at length about, you know, having a, a blackmail lead, 
you know, and, sure. and that whole thing. And that's that's its own huge social discussion that that we won't get into. But also uh, George Romero basically um, like made his own creature like you know whether or not he thought like oh these are zombies or not i mean he called them the living dead um zombie films prior to this were more about like the traditional concept of like voodoo zombies and and all that kind of stuff and so then he comes along and it's like no these are just the dead getting out of their coffins and walking and wanting to feast on human flesh and, and things like this they're they're ghouls you know um right and uh i mean you can see the difference in films like this prior to night of the living dead and then thing, everything that came after night of the living dead and it totally right. changed the game. And now, uh, you know, so many filmmakers were like, Oh, we can just make them dead people that want to eat everybody. Oh, Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. So number four, Mm. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. That's my number. Wow, four. you had it way up there. Yeah, way and, up there. And that okay, for, that for me, I know there's 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 camps of people. There, no, like number the, four. There's the people who uh, love the TV movie that was made with like Rebecca De Mornay and Steven Weber because oh, it's so <laughs> it's closer to the books and Stephen right. King says he likes that one and. And he hates Stanley Kubrick's and because Stanley Kubrick changed it and did all this other stuff. Um, the movie itself is an unbelievable movie. And what it does that the TV movie doesn't do, even though the, I would say the, the book is my favorite of, you know, I mean, the book is better than anything. Um, but the isolation and yes, Jack Nicholson is kind of unhinged anyway, you know, from the beginning. That was like one of Stephen King's like great gripes was that, you know, Jack Nicholson was bad casting. Yeah. Just the unraveling that happens uh, over the course of time and these these long moments of even nothing of motionlessness and it's just you're getting that in the the winter keeps setting in and then he is psychologically unraveling because of what the house is doing to him and showing him and then you have a child in danger um and uh Shelley Duvall god bless Shelley Duvall for what Stanley Kubrick put her through um but she as annoying as sometimes she is in that film the horror on her face looks like real horror. Right. It doesn't look yep. like an act. Right. And yeah, I, I just love that. I mean, that's why my keychain is like one of the door key things from the overlook hotel room to right. 237. You know, I love That's why I have the Stan, a Stanley hotel poster right here next to me on the wall. Um, right. Yeah. I just, I love that movie. Always will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair. All right, so we that's got fair. we we got about uh, ten minutes. So, oh boy! So what's your number four? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I figured that was going to be in your top five. I totally figured that was going to be in your top five. 
it has to be it, it um the fact that it was portrayed almost as like a real occurrence oh people yeah people scary. thought it was like a almost John Larroquette's right John Larroquette's opening you know in April or whatever 1974 five teenagers yada 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 and um it was uh it was very creepy. And then the opening word, you have the, like, it's like the rotting corpse is displayed, you know, and, and there's just, there's just a shot of it, yeah, you know, and it's just lingering. And you're like, what, what kind of movie am I watching here? What am I, what, what is this going to be? And then it's, it's, you're like almost tortured through this whole movie and you're just tortured for this girl. Uh, who finally makes it out. We talked about it before, how she's not the heroin type uh, at all. She's really not. She's just trying to get away. She's yeah. a trapped rat. And she's going through this whole thing, and her friends are being thrown onto meat hooks and, and dismembered and you know um, cut up. And, and she's wa- witnessing this whole thing go on, and she's just, you know... Um, just tortured through this whole night and, and just the desperation and the, the just the, the awfulness of the whole movie. You really feel it. Like you just feel this, this torture that this girl goes through and um, it really hits you. I, I think it was just one of those movies that I watched it and I, when I stopped watching it, I was like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> but Texas Chainsaw was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and Toby Hooper was a great director. He made a, other stuff, like he did Texas Chainsaw, he did Poltergeist, um, he did a, another fun movie called Life Force. Toolbox Murders, right? Yeah, he, yeah he, he, was, he was a great horror director. Absolutely great. Right. Yeah. Um, so my number three, Frankenstein. Wow. Okay. And that's that's just for it's it's a great film. It's it's iconic. It's my favorite of the Universal films. And being that I'm a Universal guy, um, I watch uh, a lot of Frankenstein. I love I love that movie. And and the Frankenstein, the, the book itself was one of my favorites. And even though it's not a a true to form telling of that story, it um, is not it. it the, what. Uh, they worked into that film, you know, the the kind of deeper things that are going on in what should be just a creature feature um, really, really grabbed me. And I love it. So what's your okay. num- what's your number three? The thing. The thing. OK, OK. Yep. Yep. Amazing. I just think it, it, it I think it deserves to be much, much higher. Um, it the. The practical effects, we talk about it over and over again, in this movie are groundbreaking. They are amazing. Um, they, the, the whole movie is just um, it's fantastic from beginning to end. I, you know, it's, it's one of my favorites. I watch it over and over again. And, um, you know, I think that it's probably John Carpenter's second best movie. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, uh, it definitely um, he was he was really uh, 
uh, in his prime in that one. You know, um, it's uh, it, you want to see somebody that knows knows how to make a film. You know, I mean, that's a that's a, you can almost uh, teach classes with with the thing. Yeah, you'll notice that John Carpenter's all over my yeah. top twenty. Well, yeah, I mean, he he just is. He's one of the best. You know, if not the best uh, horror director ever. Um, okay, number two. Now, I, I've, mm. I already said I had Night of the Living Dead. That's my number two. What's your number two? Halloween four. Halloween. Okay, you you put you put Halloween four all the way up near the top. What did I say when during our ha- Halloween four episode? What did I say? My love for this movie is endless. <laughs> It is a great film. It is a great film. If, if you haven't, for whatever reason, if you haven't listened to our episode on Halloween 4, you can go back and listen to that. And, um, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and like we said, it's, it's a it's desert just... island movie. If I had one movie to take with me, it would be Halloween 4. Yeah. And like we said, it's, not, it's not just a great Halloween movie, you know, like like I said in the, the episode, um, if you took the Halloween elements out of it, it, it's a, a, just a good slasher film. It really is. It's really, it's got stakes. It's got stakes. It's got characters that you care about. It's got all the things you want in a slasher film. Absolutely. Brilliant. That's brilliant. So what's left? It has to be right. Okay. At least we agree (laughs) on this so that we can, we can, we can tie this, this, this uh this friendship back together again we can sew <laughs> right. it back together let's again. say it let's say it at the same time three right. two one halloween halloween okay. <laughs> halloween john carpenter thank 1978 you. 1978 halloween of and, course okay and, thank and you there Ooh. are people that have wanted to argue this with me uh throughout my life uh they they don't understand why you know out of all the things they're like oh what about jason what about the you know what about i'm not the same not the same same. at all it's not the same he's a flesh and blood he's not supernatural he's He's not supernatural just a guy right he's like batman people are like uh right he's the batman right he is the batman Batman of psychopathy yes (laughs) he's not supernatural he doesn't have any superpowers but, He's and, not Superman. He's and not Batman. only that, not only that, but John Carpenter managed to take what what could have easily been a throwaway horror film. It, it could have been a, it, as much as we love drive-in type movies. It could have been sure. a very throwaway drive-in flick. You just go, you see it once at the drive-in while you're making out with your girlfriend. But and then... you just got a director right in his budding, in like the beginning of his career when he and... was just taken off and he just had all sorts of cool ideas. And, and he didn't you know, want it. And that's the thing. If it had just been a throwaway horror movie, that's not what he wanted to do. He had no interest in doing yeah. a throwaway horror film. If he was going to do a horror film, it was going to be yeah. the best movie he could possibly make for the money they were giving him. Right. And, right. um, and he managed to do it. It's, it's a, just a very well-crafted film. I think it, I think if you wanted to push me up against the wall, it stacks up there with Alfred Hitchcock crafting psycho with definitely with, uh, you know, 
uh, the way the way Todd Browning crafted Dracula, the, you know, with all of these great directors making these these horror films, it 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 stacks up against with any of them. Absolutely, absolutely. We talk about it all the time. The 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 tension and the desperation and the the, the way that John Carpenter really gets under your skin. And makes you feel this whole movie, the whole movie, you just feel this tension building and building and building. And um, just there, there's no other movie that kind of does that. There's no other movie that that really, you know, does it for me that way. And so. it does, and it doesn't go to some supernatural, you know. Place that doesn't go to some that that the, the guy could be outside your window right now. Yeah. staring up at you and then you just happened and that's that was always the scariest thing about him right it was like if you looked out your window is it going to be standing behind a bush like staring into your window right yeah. that that was that was what was so scary so yeah no it just uh just can't say enough great things about about halloween so well I, right. i'm glad i'm glad we i'm glad we agreed <laughs> on that well, i feel right. better well that is going to be the end of our top 20 episode. You know, if you want to, if you want to tell us what, uh, what your top twenties would be, or if you want to just disagree with us and fight like hell for why we were wrong about, uh, this movie or that movie, or, um, you know, why I'm a piece of shit because I didn't have Texas Chainsaw Massacre anywhere on my list. <laughs> you didn't have Texas Chainsaw on your list. I didn't. Oh my! So God. you can you can email us at no. You are a piece of shit. At nosferatdudes at gmail dot com and tell us all about your your wee little gripes. <laughs> so from me and me, that's the end of our show. Thanks for listening, and remember, the broadcast is coming from inside the house. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>